What's up, everybody? Welcome into Quick Snaps. Quick Snaps. Yay, Quick Snaps comedy football talk. I'm Kostaki Economopoulos. That's Aaron Hodges over there. We got a lot to talk about. Oh, my goodness. This might be the biggest week of football news. Since big one. The Super Bowl? It's a big <laughs> I don't know. I, I should have I practiced that. We got the Titans and Steelers game, which has moved to week six or seven or eight, sometime way down the road. We have the Chiefs and Patriots game, which has moved to tonight, Monday night. We're recording this Monday afternoon. If you're listening later, that has not happened yet, but presumably it will. Uh, we got the Browns beating the Cowboys. Are you kidding me? Uh, we got the Eagles in first place in their division with one win at the end of week four. Hey, hey, the Giants are still in the hunt, <laughs> but it's turkey season soon, so we'll see what happens. Oh, my goodness. And we got Tom Brady coming back and beating the Chargers. Uh, that's the biggest age gap in NFL history, Tom Brady and Herbert, other kid, Herbert. I got a bear in my head, just like it's. I can't get a bear out of my Is head. Is it because of me, or did you have it prior? It's both. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just want to call Justin A. Bear. You're welcome. Hey, I want to plug this a couple times, so I'm going to put one in here. This week on uh, 50 Toasts, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Facebook Live, Ron Sexton, the voice behind Donnie Baker and many of the characters that you know and love from Bob and Tom. And the week after that, Josh Arnold, the uh, newfound uh, principal from the Bob and Tom show. So you're going to tell me that uh, Donnie Baker is not a real person? Well, I don't want to ruin any daydreams and fantasies out there, but uh, <laughs> we'll discuss some process. Oh, don't even break the break it down on uh, Larry the Cable Guy for me. Next, you're gonna yeah, that's right. There. That's right. You used Come to on. deal with him. Come on. Used to do some stuff. So Ron Sexton is the, is the crazy genius behind all that. He he literally sits there with headphones on and listens to the show and thinks of a joke and then decides what character to call it in as. That's interesting, right? This guy's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so football. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, I am relieved that uh, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey will all be playing in fantasy tonight and will be counted in the week four slate. That was a big question mark. Uh, based on what happened with the Panthers, not the Panthers, the Titans, we didn't think that was going to happen. We thought, okay, you got the one guy who's positive, then it's just a matter of time till we get two or three or four or five or seven, and then we're, then we're toast. Um, but it looks like this game's going to happen. They, they're taking two planes today. This morning, I guess they did it already. Oh, yeah? I, th- I heard something like that, too. Like, people that had some kind of exposure to Cam were in... There's like 20 or so people that have been uh, exposed to Cam Newton who are testing negative right now. They're on one plane, and the rest of everyone else is on the other plane. How about that? That's your smoking and non-smoking. I like the, the story that the, the, the guy that was playing Cam Newton in practice for the Chiefs, like he was playing the role of Cam Newton... <laughs> 
got so deep into his role that he actually got coronavirus as well. He's a method actor. Yes, he committed. That, that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, what are the odds of that? That is the only one. He's the only one on that team that tested positive. You hear these stories, like, anytime there's a specialty kind of player that you have to prepare for, that right. somebody on right. the opposing team is playing that role as best they can. Right. But you never hear about him contracting a <laughs> contagious disease. The same one. Diving the same week. deep into the role. That's crazy. Not close to each other at all. Nobody else on the Chiefs? Nobody else? Just that guy? Just the guy who was playing Cam Newton? Just that guy. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. So they so they postponed a game so that, you know, uh, no one else gets sick. But they made us watch the presidential debates. Does that sound fair, everybody? Oh. I got sick watching that. I guess that did happen since we last talked. I know. It was know. like two years ago already. I know. So many things have happened since we last talked. It's you think? You think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I, again, if I'm just being honest about my own personal thoughts and feelings, I don't even know if playing football is a good idea, but I'm so happy as a, as a participant to watch it. I love watching football. And I think this ain't going to be the last time we're going to have these crazy wrinkles where like, oh, this team is having this and now this game's not going to happen. It's going to be a crazy roller coaster all the way through. Uh, yeah, I just saw a headline come through that uh, I guess there's a call with uh, most of the team owners this afternoon to kind of discuss things going forward and the possibility of a bubble. So, I don't know. I guess they're planning on having some kind of contingency in case if and when there is another breakout like this. Like, what's the plan going forward? But, um, yeah, I yeah. don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's right. I mean, it's so, so for you know, as a consumer of the product, the issues are fantasy and DraftKings and you know, pick them and confidence pools and all of this stuff is all in flux. Every, every day, you're not sure exactly how it's going to land and whether or not to count on this happening. And the big one for me this week was I, you know, I had James Connor and he's out. He, he's on a buy, a forced COVID buy this week. And then I've got all these uh, chiefs on fantasy teams. And I actually scrambled around and grabbed all these other guys to make sure I was ready to go. And I put put my Gardner Minshews and my Phillip Rivers and my, you know, second tier wide receivers and tight ends all, you know, in the lineup. And then it looked like, okay, this game's probably going to happen. And there's such a big point differential between the, you know, the Patrick Mahomes likely uh, stat line and the Phillip Rivers likely stat line that you're like, okay, I'm rolling the dice. I'm taking Rivers back out. I'm putting Mahomes. I'm willing to take a zero. <laughs> Instead of playing Philip Rivers, I think that's the right move. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just a math question, really. You're like, what are the odds this game plays? If it's 50 50, you play the lesser guy. If it's 75 or 85, then you play the guy that's projected to have a lot more points, right? Oh, man. This, this just seems so unimportant. But I know. But I woke up this morning, and that was the first <laughs> it, thing. I was like, I know, but it is. It are, there negative, are, there, are there negative tests on the Chiefs? Are we okay? Are we? Yeah. Are, are, there, are the Patriots, are there any more? No, they're all getting on a plane? Okay, good. Right. Crazy. Oh, crazy. I, um, I guess this is a good time since we're talking Phillip Rivers. 
I got a little clip of him being mic'd up from last week. Uh, I'm excited to hear this. I do not know what this is. This is just like a quick rapid-fire montage that they put together throughout the game. Uh, and there's, there's one particular section that I definitely need you and the listeners to, to hear. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Phillip Rivers mic'd up week three. Can you play with 12, Greg? Hey, Greg, you can only play with 11, Greg. JT, don't dance with him. Run him over. Don't dance with him. You weren't even close to making that play. You got a hand on it. You weren't even close. Hey, pooch kick right over here, you. Nah, nah. Hey, yeah, a little blistered things. Awesome. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, honey. Oh. Whoop. Whoop. Oh, ah, baby. Golly. Uh-oh. Love it. Oh, my gosh. Shoot. Thank you. Aggravates the stew out of me. Sheesh. What was that last part? Oh, I, I got it ready for you. Tiger makes a stew out of me. Sheesh. Tiger makes a stew out of me? <laughs> that can't be what he said. Aggravates a stew out of me. Sheesh. Aggravates the stew out of me. Oh. Have you ever heard this? I've never heard this. Is I do he... know that he tries to not cuss on the field. I mean, stew is just a substitution for shit. <laughs> is that... What we're supposed to, to garner from that? I guess so. I would I literally had I would, out of me. I now that I hear it because you said it, but I wouldn't have been able to even know what he was trying to say there. It's no secret to listeners of the show how I feel about Phil Rivers as a player. He's good, right? He's fine, but he's washed up. <laughs> he ain't no good. And they're winning despite him. Whatever. The three and one. Congratulations, Colts fans. Congratulations. Fine. <laughs> But I'm sorry. If I'm watching this mic'd up and I hear my quarterback go, aggravates the stew out of me, I'm quitting. I'm done. I'm off that team. I'm not playing for that team. Aggravates the stew out of me? I'm not going to war for Phillip Rivers and his stupid stew. He doesn't cuss. He's trying to be, he's trying to be a good guy. Oh, I don't know why I, t- I have to play devil's advocate at every point for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of a silly phrase. I've, I've more enjoyed the, you can't play 12, Greg? What, what was happening then? Are they, they extra substitute a guy in or something? Yeah, he must have been trying to yell across the field at the opposing coach. They must have got like 12 men on the field or something. Yeah, let, let me play that first part again. Can't play with 12, Greg! <laughs> hey, Greg, you can only play with 11, Greg! I like him. This makes me like him more. You didn't like him a little more after hearing this? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> he's lively. He's fun. He's into it. He cares. Wow. He's Southern. He's weird. He's Greg! an interesting character. <laughs> I like him. What do you want in a guy? I, somebody that's just going to speak how they want to speak. <laughs> Fake-ass Christian. got nine kids he's trying to set a good example aggravates the stew out of me <laughs> i bet he says cheese and rice he probably does he does he totally <laughs> says cheese and rice <laughs> <laughs> he's a cheese and rice type he's definitely a cheese and rice guy <laughs> gosh darn it so i mean I, I gotta give a quick shout out to teams who got their first win this week the, the, Vikings, eagles. the eagles the broncos and the Bengals all ate that w this week 
that your segue to another That's drop. a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. How many of you want to eat a W tonight? How many eat a W tonight? I guess Stu is better than that. Uh, well, everything's better than that. That's, just, that's the gold standard of terrible pep talk. I was just watching that clip again as I was pulling it. And it's so funny because he, you can tell the, the gleam in his eye. He knows he's about to do something that's so goofy and off the wall. And <laughs> I think he wanted his teammates to at least smile. And no one even like cracked a smile at how ridiculous that. They're not like supporting him and getting in there, being oh. friendly and generous with the uh, reactions. Yeah, not at no, all. None of that. It's almost like concern. <laughs> like, is this dude okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's the, I. He's still interesting. He's a great storyline, Jameis Winston. I, I'm interested to see what, what happens with him the next 10 years. What's the arc? What do you, what's your prediction? If you're sitting here right here today, what becomes of Jameis Winston? This year, he's a, he's a backup to Drew Brees. Yeah. That's what happens. I predict that if they play a full season, that he will be the starter at some point this season. Um, and he'll probably have a Teddy Bridgewater-like couple of games where he comes in and – he leads them to a couple big victories. I, I, he can still play. He's just a knucklehead. Yeah, he's top 32 quarterbacks in the league. It's weird yeah. that he's a backup. I'm a little bit surprised that he's he's not a starter. Yeah. I'm surprised he accepted that this, this season. I'm surprised he didn't try harder. To, maybe he did try harder. I don't know. I'm surprised the teams didn't embrace him at a higher level. I'm surprised somehow by this outcome. I'm not sure how we got here, but. Being a backup surprised me for him this year. A little bit, yeah. Um, maybe this is Breeze's last year and they hand him the reins next year. He and Taysom Hill can rotate in and out. <laughs> <laughs> Taysom is probably getting paid uh, pretty soon and he will uh, take over the reins. He's the long term. Jameis will be the short term. <laughs> That's not true. He doesn't even throw the ball. <laughs> Crazy switchblade dude. Uh, they're going to miss Drew Brees. That whole team is going to take a giant step back when he walks away. Probably. He's the, he's the glue of the whole operation. All right, so what happens tonight? Do the, uh, the Patriots, are they competitive without Cam Newton? It's the Brian Hoyer era these two weeks. I mean, if you're Stitham, is that how you say his name? Jared Stidham, I believe. Stidham, you got to be pissed. I mean, you're well, the, right up until like the last month of the offseason, you're the starter. You, that's right. You take two steps back. Yeah. And now they bring in Cam. You can kind of take that one on the chin. I mean, Cam's, you know, an all pro. He's one of the one of the best. Yeah, that's right. You could argue whether or not he is still, but I think his performance has proved that he is so far. But yeah. you take that one on the chin. But then when Cam can't play and they bring in Brian Hoyer, and start Brian Hoyer in front of you, I quit the team. I'm done. <laughs> don't quit the team. I'm quitting a lot of teams this week. <laughs> uh, that guy said cheese and rice. I quit. They brought in Brian Hoyer? Cheese and rice! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know... Whatever. It's based on his play and practice the last two months. Otherwise, it would have been him. Hoyer outplayed him. 
But yeah, I don't think they have a chance with Brian Hoyer at the helm. Do you? No, I don't think they had a chance in the first place. They were already seven point dogs and another starting quarterbacks not there. And now they're mucking around with two hotels and two planes. And although it's Belichick, he's not going to sit there and, you know, give up a, he's not going to try to get that W. I can't do it. How do you do the W? It's like that. That's a W. That's, That's a W. That's a W. That's a w. I like the drops. The drops are back. It's like the old days. I feel like I'm in serious doing <laughs> doing the podcast with you. You got your whole board there. I'm getting it, man. Getting I like it. it. I like it. We're getting pro fresh. Who want to eat that W? <laughs> so, so it was fun this week as a joke writer because there were two gigantic football stories before Sunday, right? Yeah. Last week we had the Joe Montana story, but it happened on Sunday morning. This week we had the whole Titans – COVID craziness. What are we going to do? Panic. Maybe the Vikings are infected and we don't, the whole, the whole thing is come, coming down like a house of cards. So we had that story. And then we had the Cam Newton thing come through too. So um, it was fun to sit and write. And of course we had the president's COVID and Saturday Night Live making fun of everybody with Jim Carrey and Alec Baldwin and and then this other slew of characters in the White House also sick. We had a, it's a big news week this week. Oh my goodness. Crazy. I mean, I was up till 3 a.m. on Friday night just watching the news and tweeting. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. So I had the opposite. <clears throat> I went to bed early ish yeah, yeah. and took my dog to the groomer. I saw I like woke up, grabbed the dog, went to the groomer, uh, found out the president had tested positive for COVID. So when I came home, I sat down and wrote a bunch of jokes. And then later, I saw that you and I wrote pretty much the same joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you caught shit about stealing it from me, which is hilarious because you put it, posted it like 12 hours earlier. It was just something, I, I don't remember the words, but I'm just surprised that Melania, Melania got close enough to him to catch it, something along those lines. Like, right, right. Plenty of people made different versions of that yeah, joke. Yeah, of course. And yeah, it's, of course. it's like, it's an easy joke. But it's like, uh, yeah, uh, somebody accused me of stealing it from you and it was funny we did use almost the same exact words so it's almost like we do a podcast together or something um, but yeah i mean it's just i was like yeah it's just parallel thought but if you want to check the timeline i didn't stay up for for nothing. well see if i had had a little more time and had been a little more have my shit together i would have looked at the other jokes that people were writing first and then avoided right. the ones that are yeah. the go-to thoughts but i didn't have that experience i just sat down and started scribbling and I guess because I had, I had just done this with the Cam Newton jokes and I felt like I was the first one out there on everything because I literally was sitting at the computer when the story broke and had an hour and a half. And it's football and it's not as huge a story to the rest of the world. Right. That's more In my head, I'm like, I'm on the cutting edge. And of course, I was like 12 hours late. <laughs> it wasn't even close. Yeah. That's funny how quickly something can be fresh and then old, you know, in in moments on Twitter. Yeah. And on that note, man, I've been noticing that you've been catching so much heat about anything that even like is on the tinge of even pop. a little bit. There's a few characters that I I notice in your comments once in a while. And that's why I wrote that one comment. Where I was <laughs> something about like, just tailor this to me and only I can deem this is acceptable. Yes, right. People really expect that out of you as a joke writer. They, or I don't know if they expect that so much, but they want to be heard and they want to let you know 
that they don't appreciate the tone of this joke. I know it's it's hilarious, and they should see the jokes I don't tweet because I definitely write some of those too. My goodness gracious! As soon as their president has COVID, now it's time for compassion. <laughs> You're gonna get these jokes, bro. You're gonna get these jokes. I'm sorry. You know it's funny. Uh, Augie Smith uh, had a great tweet that I retweeted this week. If you're not following Augie Smith, go find him. He's great. And Tom Simmons, as long as I'm plugging my buddies who are killing it this week with the jokes. Uh, Augie had some great thing that was essentially, uh, you know, for those of you who are pissed about us joking about, you know, the president this, uh, getting COVID, you told us to stick to the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a great point. And now I have even a further subcategory. I am now getting from some of my folks stick to the football jokes. Like jokes isn't specific enough for me. They they want me in such a narrow lane. I can't even do a Melania joke. It's not even a joke about politics. It's a joke about the couple not being close. As I said in my thread, I would have written the same joke if the Clintons got COVID. Like I can't believe Hillary was within six feet. You know, like it's it's not a political joke. Right. It's well, it's just because. COVID is like the sub context of it, right? Like that, that's like, it's involved in the joke and anything that has to do with this virus now is politicized. So now like if you even touch it right. and it's not complimentary to the president, then you're being partisan. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I know it's crazy. It's, um, it's, it's been a struggle for me because I like jokes and I like dark jokes and I, I happily make fun of all of the teams and all the people. And I understand that if you're getting too partisan in one direction for an extended period of time, it could be a drag. If you're from the other team and you, this is not something that you enjoy hearing a lot of yeah. fine, but broadly lighten the fuck up, everybody. It's goddamn jokes. Gosh, darn jokes, cheese, cheese and, rice. and rice, cheese and rice. I don't know. It's weird to me. Here's a joke I didn't I didn't tweet, but I feel safe. We could do it here, right? Sure, this is a safe space. If it goes south for uh, Trump, I think a nice way to tie a bow on this chapter would be for Obama to demand to see the death certificate. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good joke, but I, it's I that's know. the kind of joke that heads explode, right? Well, so I get it. I feel like that one should see the light. I, I don't know. see the light. It's, I understand like something like that. You would, you would foot like, as you're hitting tweet, you're like, I'm going to catch shit for this joke. Like, you know, going in, I was actually surprised by the Melania six feet joke being an issue for anybody. I mean, it's not even about politics. It's not really even about COVID. It's about her, like not wanting to hold it. It's obvious that they're not close. Yeah. She doesn't sleep in the same room on the same floor, even like, that's not really a real loving relationship. Right. So that's, that's really what that is about. And again, it's just because COVID is the subtext. I know. It's crazy. It's interesting, though. Um, yeah, I mean, you and I have discussed this. I'm always thinking about this kind of thing. And if you're a comic, then it's your job because you're aware of, like, where, you know, where's kind of the place where I'm going to be off-putting to the audience. And y- you do that in your live performance for sure. And live, it costs you a lot more because, you know, it's a live interaction. And if you're <clears throat> aggravating the crowd with something, you know, it costs a lot. You're giving up sort of comedy points 
you, you know. have to take yourself out of it, yeah. You're spending comedy capital to make a joke that you could have skipped and stayed at nine level funny, and instead you're at seven for the rest of the show. Like, why yeah, would you yeah. do that? Right. Um, so we're totally aware, and we get it. Not everyone agrees with us politically. I don't expect everybody to, and I don't care. It's fine. You know, I don't expect you to agree with what I have to say all the time, but it is interesting to say it anyway. But so it's a debate, <clears throat> and my brother and I have been debating this always. He's very much of the keep it separate, you know, and, you know, I, I see the other side too, and I feel a little caught in the middle. I like somebody like, I don't know, to take an easy example, like Amy Schumer. Her partisanship is on her sleeve and she has things and axes to grind and she's funny and interesting too and there's different parts of who she is and she lets it all fly and i understand bob and tom to take the other extreme no politics if we're not even going to mention that the president has covid this morning we are going to do jokes about goofy things in the news because that's what we do we're a respite from the news cycles that's a goofy thing to me to not even mention it I'm exaggerating. I don't know. They probably mentioned it, but they're definitely not dwelling on it. It's one of the biggest news stories right? ever. But they're not a news show. They're a comedy show. They're not trying to be the news source. It's a talk show. I, yeah, I, I get it. If I was running that show, I would do it differently, but I totally understand what they're doing. It makes yeah. sense to me. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I've always been kind of torn there. I, I get it. I get both sides of the conversation, and I'm still kind of stuck in the middle a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I saw just a, we should probably move on back to football, but I did <laughs> no, one, <laughs> one more uh, comment that, that drove me nuts in one of your threads where somebody was like, get woke, stay broke or some shit like that. Oh uh, yeah. That's one of the most ridiculous comments that yeah. people put out there where it's like, if you want to discuss things that are on people's minds that, are somewhat controversial or whatever that we're going to boycott you. It's a threat. It's a threat right. to your career is what right. it is. And that's, it's, it's one of the lowest things you can do. And, and it's, that's, that's on both sides for sure. But um, I didn't appreciate that. I just, <laughs> I just want that known. Whoever you are, you. if you're listening to the podcast, you know, you made the comment. We shouldn't be encouraging stuff like that to, to, encouraging people to shut up in order to have a career. Yeah, I really, I do, I have to say, philosophically, I resent that concept of shut up and dribble because you're, you're not doing what we know you for. And so anything outside of that box, we're like, no, I don't, that's, that's not what I'm here for. Like you're, they're human beings. You have a feeling about something. What, what are you doing? I, it's so, to me, that's a really, it's a dumb point of view. Like, be open-minded. Not everyone in the world is going to agree with where you are, and to tell them to stop saying it is just dumb. You're not being open to the world. There are plenty of comics who say things that I don't agree with that I like. George Carlin made me cringe sometimes. Certainly Drew Hastings and Tim Slagle and Tim Wilson. Those are all guys who said stuff that I was like, oh, God. But they were great. I couldn't wait to hear what they were going to say next. Yeah, so I don't know. Just keep scrolling if you don't like it, I guess. I don't know. But to threaten someone's livelihood because you don't like what they're talking about is crazy. You know who's gotten that a lot in the last month is Jim Gaffigan because that was yeah. he was so far out of the lane that we had in our heads for him 
that it shocked people and uh you know he's not he's not schumer-esque where he's been doing it the whole time he's been super cheese and rice guy on stage by the way this is the most well-traveled water in the history of the world uh it's pure new zealand artesian water and they shipped it from new zealand to the trader joe's in los angeles and then we drove it to Atlanta from there. And you're drinking it now? Jeez. Cheese and rice. I didn't have my uh my little glass up here, so well do you want to throw to uh kudos and taps on the back with them as our sponsor? Give us a little pitch. Let's do it. It's uh Trader Joe's pure New Zealand artesian water brings us uh kudos and taps on the back. I I get to go first, right? Go ahead. Carson Wentz has oh. been catching a lot of guff mm. lately. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and he shouldn't. He's good. His, his he's got he's been throwing to like uh, you know the people who live in my neighborhood or his wide receiver. It's it's crazy how many injured wide receivers he has and some other issues on that team. And he is scrappy and he's been trying his best and it hasn't worked out. And this week he led his team in one game from last place. Not last place. I guess they had a tie. Anyway, now they're in first place in the NFC East. All right, let's pump the brakes. The worst division in football, and the Falcons aren't even in it. Uh, Carson Wentz gets my kudos. Taps on the back. A lot of kudos. Taps on the back. <laughs> Congratulations, Carson Wentz. Uh, Well-deserved. Yeah, he played a pretty good game yesterday. I think um, – Nick Foles is fool's gold in Chicago. A lot of uh, a lot of people thought that, you know, oh, here we go now. No. Foles is who he is. He got a nice little Jeff Hostetler streak in the playoffs, and he's a mediocre quarterback. So, appreciate Carson Wentz. He is the better quarterback and always was. You can if – you're, if you're a Philadelphia fan, you can always love Nick Foles. But let's relax. He's not a better quarterback. No, no one thinks that. He was he had the greatest run of his life. And he and Foles by his nature has always been very Grossman esque, Cutler esque. He's the highs are super high and the lows are what the hell happened there, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta shift over to <clears throat> excuse me. The AFC to the Cleveland Browns and my old homie. I miss him. I miss him every day, every week. I miss him. <laughs> I, I wish he was on the field. Odell Beckham Jr. had a hell of a game. He sure did. Oh he had a goodness. hell of a game, man. And <laughs> that's uh, fun to watch. That game ceiling touchdown was just absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah. I think what he ended up with three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Two catching and, two, and one running. Yeah, that's right. One rushing. <laughs> one rushing touchdown and uh, one of the touchdowns he caught from jarvis landry yeah on a beautiful left-handed strike from jarvis landry it's always shocking to me the left-handed throw from a wide receiver or uh running back on that type of play it's always shocking i was i had to like kind of watch it a couple times it didn't even feel natural and it was like sharply thrown yeah he zipped it man it was nice it was a very nice throw. Jarvis is, is good, man. He dropped it right at where it needed to be. And uh, so, yeah, kudos, little kudos to Jarvis as well. But today, it's going to Odell Beckham Jr. A lot of kudos. Taps on the back. 
Congratulations, sir. And the yeah. Cleveland Browns collectively have as many wins as the NFC East. <laughs> God, that's sad. Three and one Cleveland Browns. Wow, that's so interesting. Good for them. I mean, so it's post-hype sleeper is what's happening. We thought they were going to be good last year, and they really weren't. But this is the year they put it all together? I Possibly. think so. Yeah, it looks looks like it. They're rolling. I mean, I think they. I saw something that this is the first time since – 63 or something that they've scored 30 points in a game three games in a row nick chubb's out for a month and a half or so though that's bad news look kareem hunt is no slouch he is certainly isn't and the other kid too had some big numbers on kind of coming in um yeah i thought uh odell beckham's coming out party would be more about his sexuality but apparently The, the Browns lost their chub. What happened? Were they thinking about baseball? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, do good, we'll do jokes here occasionally. We're going to do less jokes. That's the new format. We're going to talk football and be us. promise less jokes. but We'll drop some jokes in here. But you want all the jokes, you go to at Funny Kostaki on Twitter. That's where all the jokes there are. You go. And uh, also uh, Instagram and also facebook and if you come follow me on the facebook live page which if you're watching this you've already done preaching to the choir uh you can watch and you can actually type in questions we got any questions we got kind of a weird midday thing going on today yeah uh i've looked at the comments a little bit uh let me see let's see that's uh, it it's gonna end up uh playing the audio out of here Hold on. I'll do some plugs while you're doing that. Go for it. I got plugs. Go to patreon.com and type in quick snaps and figure out how we thank you back for you thanking us and supporting what we do here. We appreciate it. Uh, again, coming up on 50 Toasts, my Wednesday night little Facebook live show, 9 p.m. Eastern. Ron Sexton, the brains behind Donnie Baker and Floyd the Trucker and. Kenny Tarmac and all these other characters on the Bob and Tom show will join me. Uh, he was a stand-up comic before all this, and I want to talk to him about the process and the voices and characters. If he thinks in the, in a character, you know, like I was amazed when I talked to my dad once. He, because he, you know, he wasn't a native English speaker, but he would think in English uh, eventually, and and he did everything in English except for math. He couldn't do math in English. So I'm curious, do you think as Donnie Baker, do you have a dream as Donnie Baker? Because he's in the character and he does it on stage and he stays in character for some other things in life too. Anyway, these are my questions. And then next week, uh, Josh Arnold, uh, one of the principals of the Bob and Tom show. We got some good guests coming up on there. It's good fun. Very cool. Yeah, I'm having a hard time looking. It's not letting me see all the comments, I guess, uh, until it's over, I guess. I don't know. I can't scroll through, but we do have... That's not very convenient. Yeah, I don't know. There's a question. There's a a couple comments on the the Trump and political stuff. And uh, do we, we Mark? I don't know. I don't know how you say that. Do Mark? I don't know. There have been no fat jokes since Fatty Arbuckle. What? Is Fatty Arbuckle a real person? That's that, a real thing, yeah. It is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I, uh, I just remember from was he? Sandler's sketch. I might be wrong about this, but I think of him as like a, um, it's like a vaudeville era funny man. It was like a, a funny actor-y comedy guy. Okay. I don't know. 
Can we look it up? I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to misinform the listeners. While I'm looking it up, Carl asks, he, he says he just spilled cranberry juice on the carpet. Any recommendations to get it out, get the stain out? You know, that, that's right up your alley. You can just turn it into your background like I do. <laughs> uh, Spill cranberry juice. I can't think of anyone less qualified to answer this question. Uh, club soda, right? Don't have a light carpet. That's how you'd solve this problem. There you go. Club soda? Is that right? You dab. You don't You don't smear. Don't wipe. You, you dab. I do that with dog pee once in a while. Yeah, you're dabbing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he's so Arbuckle. white, he still dabs. That's the joke there. Fatty Arbuckle, a silent film era performer at the height of his fame. Oh. Oh, wait a second. Silent film is sort of vaudeville, oh, no. right? It comes from vaudeville into that. This is just a random thing that I just... Maybe this is why they don't speak his name anymore. Fatty Arbuckle, a silent er film era performer at the height of his fame, is arrested in San Francisco for the rape and murder of aspiring actress Virginia Rapp. What? Arbuckle was later acquitted by a jury, but the scandal essentially put an end to his career. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. That sucks. That's, that, that's one of the first things that pops up when I give him a goog. <laughs> yeah, he needs to have somebody get in there and clean that up for him. That's uh, Fatty's SEO team. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fat, fatty. Well, it, he wasn't very good at branding. His name's Fatty. Uh, this might but, stain his reputation. Yeah, that might not be good. <laughs> the Falcons going to win tonight. That's coming through in the comments. No, but they don't. The, pa the Packers don't have Devontae Adams. So that's something. Uh, yeah. He's out. Did you and see? He was. He's mad about that. Did you see that? The, the Falcons are the most dangerous of the shitty teams. I'll give them that. Oh, yeah. Any they can win any of the games they play. So it's not like you're playing the Jets where you pretty much the spread's going to be fucking 13 and a half and they're going to win no matter what. The the Falcons can jump up and score 45 points and bite you in the ass. Yeah, I would imagine it's going to be a high-scoring game. What would you see say the over under is? I'm going to check the old DraftKings right now. Oh, I think it's big. I think it's I think it's weirdly big. I think it's like 50, 58 or something, 57. Most NFL games are upper 40s, but I think this one's like 10 more. Yeah, they got it at 56 and a half. Okay. Look at me. Look at me getting shit right. Pretty much right on the money. Yeah. I'm pretty much, pretty much nailed it. And the Packers are six-point favorites. Patriots are 10 and a half-point dogs. Love it. They were seven and a half, I think, before Cam Newton. And Sonny Michelle's out, too. Oh, yeah? Okay. Just for regular not being good. <laughs> he's had a tough – I think he's great. I, he went to Georgia, so I'm rooting for Sonny. But uh, he's had a tough run lately. <clears throat> he's been injured. He's fine. Sonny? Yeah. Then Another Georgia boy, Swift, got a touchdown. They threw the ball back to Swift again. Took him a couple games to trust him, but that was good. For who, oh, for the Bulldogs? For the, uh, the Bulldog uh, turned a Detroit Lion, their uh, future oh, okay. running back star, once they're done with Adrian Peterson. The guy who dropped the potential game-winning touchdown? The, the big goat from the first weekend. Yeah. Potential. Five seconds left. It's There's nobody near him. It's in his hands in the end zone. Well, I guess I have to speak <clears throat> in hypotheticals since it didn't happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Those lions. 
Those Lions fans, yeah, long suffering. The uh, so what what else happened in the league? I mean the the Bills and the Seahawks keep rolling. The Rams, Four, no. Giants, um, the Buccaneers and the Chargers was an interesting game. The Chargers continued to lose by one score, even though they got rid of Philip Rivers. I know you'd think they were on. They'd be on to a new thing, but it's in their blood. Yeah, that's just what they do. It's the, in their DNA. Yeah, they uh, they play well and they find a way to lose. And it just aggravates the stew out of me. <laughs> we should make that a drop. Yeah, I think so. I think that's something that we're pissed about from the weekend. We could that could be a drop for that. Just aggravates the stew out of me. <clears throat> Uh, the yeah, the NFC East is the worst division in football by a mile. Um, and I think, I think the AFC North is the best division in football this year. Who's that? Wait, That's the Steelers, Browns, Ravens, and Bengals. Yeah, I'll buy that. I think the Bengals are going to end up being about five hundred. Wait a minute. What about the Seahawks Rams division? And the, and they even got the they even got the Cardinals over there and the That's and the, the only Niners? One, that's the only one that's in content. I think those two are neck and neck. Maybe NFC West gets a little nod cuz you know those teams are going to be right there in the thick of things. Probably all four of them will be. Yeah. You're not so sure about the Cincinnati Bengals though. They they might be 500. That's hopeful for them. They're this not good this year, but they their their fan base is gonna have hope. That's that's what they get this year. That's fine. Yeah. Burrow looks pretty good. Yeah, he I looks see. like the real deal. That's fun for them. Yeah. I like that there's gonna be a decent Bengals team someday. <sighs> not this year. Someday. A girl can <laughs> Now by the way, the Bengals have good wide receivers that are getting uh healthy scratches. It's time to trade them to the eagles or somebody there's a lot of wide receiver needs in this you know the raiders need some bodies who are you talking about the bengals are hoarding them who's, who's getting benched austin tate remember him he's like super fantasy relevant awesome receiver and i might be wrong john ross they have like four or five or six like guys that you know their names and they're not even playing there's too many guys you going to look this up, too? You don't believe me on any of this? No, oh, I, I don't remember. I kind of remember Austin Tate, but I wouldn't consider him a good Auden Tate? Autumn Tate, yeah. See, that's the only Tate I acknowledge is Golden, and he's busy fighting brawls with, with people over family <laughs> problems. Fighting. That's right. Yeah. Him and Ramsey <laughs> get into it after the game. Yeah, I saw that. And then, during the game, too. And then they came and tried to talk again after, like, come on. I mean, Ramsey's whooping his ass 10 times out of 10. That sounds right. <laughs> Ten times out of ten. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, look, Tate's a big, strong guy. I guess. Yeah, I'm sure he could. Maybe he. Okay, I'll give you nine. Maybe eight out of ten. <laughs> right, but I'll give you nine. Ramsey's whooping him. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's crazy. A lot, of, a lot of family stuff going on there. All right, I'm looking at the time. I got to scram. I got to. I got to. I got a quick snaps call. I got to do. All right, buddy. Good chatting um, with you in the afternoon. Yeah, this is a weird time, but I kind of dig it. It's nice. Um, listeners, we're doing this uh, every Monday. We're going to try to do right before the uh, the Monday night game. Now, if this COVID uh, delay thing that the NFL does happens more often, we might get this dub Monday doubleheader and have to switch it out. We're not going to compete with actual football with our little live recording, but uh, we're going to be doing this one way or another on Mondays. 
and it'll be in your ear holes uh, Tuesday morning drive time latest and probably Monday night if you want it then. So thanks for following us along and uh, patreon.com uh, type in quick snaps and come join the, come join the team. We're doing some good stuff and we're going to be doing more and more bonus content. And Aaron <laughs> is going to be sending you a painting. If you join at the inside the huddle level. Oh, I love that you saved the best for last because it's a real treat. I got already have a few requests. Is that, that's on the inside the huddle tier. Yeah. Yeah. Five well, bucks a month. And then you just forget about it and you get a painting and you get thrown into a hopper for some, uh, like a really nice Jersey and we get you some nice bonus content and we'll occasionally have you on some of our crazy programming. It's a really good deal, but back to the painting, we got to, you got to, this is a vi visual uh, medium we got going here. You got to show us a painting next time. How about this? If you follow us on Instagram, quick snap show on Instagram, I will post a picture this afternoon of some of the paintings that I've done just to give you an idea of what we're looking at and uh, what I'm offering. And you got to be a Patreon contributor and you have to send me a message specifically requesting it in your team's colors. So tell me what your team is and I'll give you this abstract painting with your team's colors. I don't know how it's going to come out. I don't know if you're going to like it, but I'll give it my best shot and I'll ship it off to you just for, for being inside the huddle five, five bucks a month, and you know all the other bonus content that we offer it's all there so uh yeah just you know shoot these are beautiful we'll i can't wait out. to get mine so yeah go follow us on instagram we're not real active on there but uh you know just to give you an idea what, what you're looking at uh and uh it's honestly it's just something to, to to keep me busy and challenged i guess so it'll be nice to ship one of them out each week of the nfl season so hurry up get in line because i'm only making about I don't know, 15 of them? How many weeks are left? <laughs> I love it. This is great. All you, right. you can listen to a lot of football podcasts. You're not going to get free paintings shipped to you anywhere else. This is the only place where this happens. That's right. It's awesome, man. Thanks for doing it. And thanks for listening, everybody. we got to run. We will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go, uh, go Chiefs and go Falcons, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.